What's up, everybody? Welcome to a new episode of Cookies and Beer. What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? I'm going to be fucking gassy this episode. I just had Jimmy John's. And I'm fucking feeling it already. I've been eating well the last two weeks. And then I went and got Jimmy John's, which isn't terrible, but it's not good. A lot of bread, I guess. Processed meats. You know? Straight up, though, Jimmy John's might might be the best, right? As far as like a chain sandwich joint obviously the like little hole in the wall places if you live in like jersey or new york or wherever fucking santa monica there's always going to be the exception but as far as like chain restaurants that i mean it's for sure better than subway i feel like only poor people eat subway um i've eaten plenty of subway in my time it's just It's not even, actually, you know what? No, I take that back because Subway is almost as expensive or just as expensive as like Jersey Mike's. I think the quality of Subway went to shit. Or maybe it's always been caca and we just now realize it. They've had some pretty big uh, PR stunts with like, there was that, what was it? They found like toenails and the tuna or some shit. Toenails and tuna, hey. Wasn't there something with Subway that was like, we found fucking clipped toenails of children inside the Italian urban cheese. Like Subway scandal. Subway scandal. Do, do, do. Yeah, tuna. Here we go. Yeah, it was last year. Let me see. There's, oh, no, I was way wrong. So there was a lawsuit about them putting chicken, pork, and cattle DNA into the Subway tuna. Hmm. The fuck is cattle DNA? Like, is that a good way of saying come? Is that just... They found chicken, pork, and cattle come. <laughs> like, the only other thing it could be is blood. And if they would say blood, I feel like blood is more acceptable in a headline of a news article, then come. Come's a little aggressive, even for 2023 standards. Imagine you just turn up, you just click, you open up like Yahoo News or whatever, and it's like, lawsuit over Subway Tuna now says there's chicken, pork, and cum from cattle were all detected inside of the tuna. Now, you're clicking on it. For sure. It's definitely a clickbait article, but maybe that's really what it was. Let me see. November 11th. Oh, this was last year, two years ago. Um, It's just saying that it's not tuna. The people that filed the lawsuit, do-do-do, they're in Alameda County, which I think is San Francisco, which I get why they filed the lawsuit. It's expensive up there. People are just stabbing each other, and it's like, oh, yeah, here's a $7,000 one-bedroom apartment that's downtown, but it was built in the, you know, 1910s. 
You walk outside to get your cum Subway sandwich and you're going to get stabbed by a crackhead. <laughs> Four grand? We'll take it. When can we move in? Because 4000 is cheap in San Francisco. So it just explains, let me see here, a um, couple different complaints, changing their story each time. Oh, maybe this is uh, people just looking for a paycheck. Since the case began in January, Subway has run TV ads and launched a website defending its tuna. It also revamped its menu, but it's not tuna, saying the upgrade wasn't needed, meaning they're doubling down on saying, yeah, there's cum in here. Come get it. That's what they should do. Dude, it's spelled C-U-M, get it? Dude, dude, put me in marketing. Just give me a bunch of weed, and I will just make up ideas. I don't know if they're good. I didn't say that, that they were good. I just said that, that they're ideas. <laughs> That's all. Um, yeah, tuna's pretty, or uh, uh, I do like tuna, but Subway, Subway I meant. Something fucking got weird. The last, like, ten, the only time I will get Subway is if it's 100% legit the only thing in the area and I am extremely hungry. Because they used to be $5 footlongs back in the day and now they're like 7 or whatever. Just like with Little Caesars. They used to have the $5 hot and ready. Now they're six seventy-five, and they're a fucking two-thirds the size. Inflation. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that's where they're getting us. They're like, we're going to get them. Should we get them on like taxes and property tax and closing rates and all that? No, we're going to get them on fucking Subway sandwiches and shitty, but also delicious hot and readies. <clears throat> Man, those were the shit hot and readies, huh? You said, I used to get two of them. There'd be like a group of us. It was when we were in high school. We'd get like three hot and readies. There was like 12 of us. You get like three hot and readies. And then we'd get like two 30 racks of Keystone light. Because that, that part matters. <laughs> Not the Keystone part. Oh, it's light. Okay, fine. Proceed. But no, for they were $5 hot and readies. That was including tax. So you would walk in with a $5 bill, order a pizza, and you're fucking chilling. So at the end of the week, we'd all go over to my buddy's house and we'd play like Halo or some shit or Grand Theft Auto and fucking get three hot and ready's and two 30 racks of Keystone Light. And then I'd walk home. That was always the best, right? When you could, when you could, when you found a place that you could go drink. When you're under, I mean, I'm not condoning this. Let's just put that out there. I don't, I don't want to get sued. But what, what I did, and what most kids do, is you make friends with people within the neighborhood that you can walk to. And you hope that they have bad parents, <laughs> because what you want to do doesn't require any kind of good parenting. You would, we would do, we'd get the hot and readies, we'd get the Keystone, and we would just go get fucking ripped. And then I'd walk home. I wasn't drinking. Or I was drinking. I wasn't driving. Being responsible. If not, you just drove and you just rolled the dice. And then if you made it, if you fucking made it to graduation, then you made it to graduation. It's wild. It's wild that there's always one one of those. Almost every year. Like some kid passes away from a drinking related incident. You're like, Jesus Christ. Anyways, this got dark. Back to tuna. 
I feel like Subway is pretty much the lowest, right? Let's, let's, I feel like if we're going to do this, if we're going to rank sandwich chains, like the fucking white trash people that we are, then I feel like we need to get a list. List of um, sandwich chain restaurants. Restaurant's a weird word to spell, right? R-E-S-T-A-U-R-A-N-T. Restaurant. 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 <laughs> okay, so we got Jersey. Here we go. Populate, popular. Oh, the Quiznos fucked to us. Dude, I, here's the top 20 right now. This article came out in uh, like a year, exactly a month and a half ago, February 21st. Number 20, Subway. See, they get it. 19, Quiznos. I'd put Quiznos a little higher. Blimpy, I don't know what that is. That looks like it's a New York um, spot, but I have never had it. Uh, Portillo's, that's hot dogs, though. Right? I thought that was hot dogs. Oh, I guess they have, like, beef sandwiches. Yeah, but see, Eve, Eve, that's regional. I'm talking nationwide is on your side. No, I'm talking global fucking pandemics. Global sandwich restaurant chains. Jimmy John's is at 16. Well, this is this is a fucking lie. This is insane. Wawa? I never had Wawa. I've never been to fucking Chicago, okay? I've never done it. Uh, Schlotzky's. Um, kind of. Okay, so I've only had Schlotzky's once. It was when I moved out here. Um, I got it door dashed, so it wasn't fresh. So take, I have to take that into consideration, but it was not good at all. I ate it. Yes. So was it better than Subway? Yes. But I feel like in order for me to judge this place, I feel like I need to actually walk in and get it. Maybe I'll do that this weekend. Have a nice little Saturday, you know, go to Schlotzky's, get fucking diarrhea. It'd be great. Um... Jersey Mike's is at number eight. That's a bold move, huh? Jersey Mike's over Jimmy John's? Really? I mean, it's way better than Subway, for sure. The fact that they have Subway at 20 and Jersey Mike's at eight, I'm on board with. It's the Jimmy John's at 16 that's got me worried. Because I would put Jimmy John's above Jersey Mike's but it would probably only be by one spot. I'm fucking gassy, dude. That Cubano on white bread. Just fucking extra brown mustard. That's the move. Jersey Mike's. Number eight. Number seven, Firehouse. See, Firehouse. Is that nationwide, though? I guess it is. I know we have them in, we had them in Ventura County, where I used to live. Firehouse is pretty good. I haven't had... Are they out here? They gotta be, right? Firehouse Subs Austin. Oh, there's a bunch. Okay, cool. Dope. Maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll go there instead. Maybe I'll have one for lunch and one for dinner. You know, just just spend my Sunday on the toilet. I'll have to zoom in to church on Sunday. 
Jason's Deli. We have one of those out here. I have not had Jason's Deli. Maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll have that this week, and then next week I'll have Firehouse. Or maybe Schlotzky's. I don't know. Sandwiches are kind of dope, right? I used to only like like peanut butter and jelly or bologna and cheese or an Italian BMT if I went to Subway or whatever. But then you, you, I, you just kind of for, I kind of forget about it. We had Quiznos for a little bit. Quiznos isn't even on this list yet, and we're at three. So if they put Quiznos at one or two, which I think they're going to, then this is a fucking false. This is fake news. Panera Bread at number two. You can suck my dick. That is insane. Yeah, I would like one sandwich. That'll be your kidney. Can I have your kidney, please? It's like them and five guys. Yeah, can I get a burger, fries, and a large fucking drink? That'll be $39.50. Do you want a tip? The lowest option is 40%. Let me spin my iPad around and like the entitled person that I am and judge you for not hitting anything under 20 or for hit, hitting anything under 20% for hitting a button. Just make it make the food more expensive or pay the people more. Either one. But tipping at like, I'll tip at a food truck, you know, because it's usually like the, like that's usually the owner or something. But if I'm going to Panera Bread, some kids working a split, the fucking 8 to 10, and then they come back at, you know, 4 p.m. to, to, to 6.30, just a shit schedule. I probably should tip them, though. But then they get taxed. Can I just give the kid cash? I'd rather do that. But then there's like a no bribing sign right next to them. I'm like, what are we doing? We can only bribe them. We can only give them cash. I guess it's not bribing because you're paying for it. But because then it's, we can't tax it. And if we can't tax it, we don't want to know about it. That's why we just hired 87,000 brand new IRS agents. <laughs> Because they care about that. They would rather... Yeah, never mind. Any, anyways. Uh, Quiznos isn't even on this list. It's not even on this fucking list. Or is it? And I did I pass it? Jersey Mike's. Jimmy John's. Yeah, dude. Quiz. Oh, Quiznos was 19. That's kind of bold. I don't know if I like this list. I would put Quiznos above Subway, so that's fine. But... Is Schlotzky's better than Quiznos? Probably. These are the important topics, guys. <laughs> People are talking about, you know, potential World War Three, Civil War, nuclear war. Uh, you know, you call it, you fucking name it. We're nailing the hot topics as far as what sandwich place is the best. And when I say best, I mean the place that will give you the least amount of diarrhea because they all do it. Dude, Hot Topic. I forgot about that place. I went into that place uh, last week. I was in the mall and I was like, let's just go in here real quick. It is the exact same. The employees look fucking depressed. They all have like Morrissey t-shirts on. They have, there's a lot more like anime shit though. Which is fine. It's a huge market. That's not me. They, I'm not shopping there. Thank God. Imagine 33-year-olds are still rolling deep into Hot Topic. I'll go in there and buy some joke gifts and fuck off and I might get a band t-shirt or something. But I'm not actively shopping at Hot Topic at 33. You know why? Because I have bills. I'm a fucking grown-up. I shop online. I give all my money to Jeff Bezos like everybody else. 
I go, fuck, let me get these short. How much are they? $4? Cool. Let me get 36 pair. Oh, they'll be here between 2 and 3? Well, it's noon. How's that possible? Two hours later, fucking ding dong, you have 36 pairs of shorts. Or whatever number I said. But yeah, I think this list is bullshit. That being said, I would say Jimmy John's is the best. That's pending going to like Jason's Deli and all that shit we just talked about. And I would say Quiznos is probably a close, like it's probably like a, like a number three, number three spot. Um, I would put AMPM hot dog way above Subway. If I'm being honest. Dude, did you know Subway? I think it was Subway. Subway is, is has the most locations in the entire world of any restaurant. More than McDonald's, more than like a 7-Eleven. It's because they're all, the, the, you're, I think, I think we talked about it on here. But I think it's because you'll see subways in like shitty gas stations and stuff. And there's a lot of shitty gas stations. Therefore, there's a lot of shitty, maybe that's when they went south. When they started like integrating in with, you know, ExxonMobil. And they're just getting all that fucking blood money from all these people out here in Texas. They're just just some kid, some fucking, some family from Houston is just silently funding fucking Subway. Um, which restaurant has the most locations in the world? I'm 99% sure it is um, Subway. But let me see. Um, oh, actually, McDonald's just beat them as of this year, last year. So there was a, it says there was a time when Subway boasted having 44,852 locations across the globe, which bested even McDonald's, which at that time was somewhere around 40,000. Well, it says somewhere around, they don't have, or it's like, or are some off the books? Do they have 5,000 different locations, you know, owned by the mafia or some shit? Are they all in Vegas? What, what, I don't understand why they say there's around 40,000. But it says McDonald's has more locations than Subway. And then it says one caveat. While Subway may boast about its store locations, that doesn't mean it's the largest or most profitable. I don't care about that. This is all... They're both insanely rich. They're they got like succession type money. I think I think they're all going to be just fine. So McDonald's has Oh, interesting. So the pandemic fucked up Subway shit. At one point I swear to god Subway was number 1 by like a large margin, which I guess that, that's what it just said up up until a year ago. Now it says McDonald's has 38,000 over in over 100 countries, becoming the majority of them being the most franchised. And then Subway, because of the pandemic, they had to close somewhere around 8,000 locations. So now they're at 36,900. So they're about two, whatever that is, 11,000, 12,000. Um, more, not more. Not 12,000. I'm fucking stupid. I don't know. Math is hard. They have more, okay? Suck my dick. Um, so, yeah, I think we've established that. I have to try Jason's Deli. Maybe I'll do that this weekend. I got to give Schlotzkies another uh, another try. I found out what the history of peanut butter was the other night. That was fun. 
opened up a whole can of worms. Did you know Good Housekeeping started in 1885? Yeah, let that fucking sink in. The two are related, just as a heads up, but I was shook. I was like, 1885? Didn't the Civil War end in like 65? So what, 20 years after the Civil War ended, Good good Housekeeping's like, the war is over, bro. Let's cook some shit. Like, what? What? What the fuck were they talking about at that time? They were like, because everybody was, didn't like the Great Depression happen? When was that, like 1910 or some shit? So 20 years after that, they went from Civil War ending to the Great Depression, and they were right in between that. I wonder what those magazines were like during the Great Depression. Because that was for what, like three years? How long was the Great Depression? Like 1910 to 1915 or some shit? The Great Depression. 1929. Oof, I was way off. 1929 to 1939. Holy fuck was I off. Still the same sentiment. They were only around for whatever, 40 years. Let's see. Good housekeeping, Great Depression, or not article, Great Depression recipes. Whoa, that's pretty, that's pretty dark. Let's bookmark that and we'll get talking about that. But yeah, dude, fucking history of peanut butter. We were uh, eating peanut butter in the kitchen and I was like, I was baked and I was like, I wonder how peanut butter became a thing. And I Googled it and dude, let me tell you. I was shook. Apparently, it was, like, for poor people. And then once, like, the celebrities, like, Amelia Earhart and Henry Ford started eating it, they liked it. And so the guy who invented it, Kellogg something, I don't know if it's the same cereal guy, but once he found out they liked it, then they, like, mass like mass produced it out into the world, not just to, like, feed poor people. Because back in the day, obviously, it was, like, organic, and it was, like, legit peanut and fucking butter. Or no, it wasn't peanut and butter. It was, it was, <laughs> but it was it didn't have all the chemicals and horse shit that we, you know, eat now. So, um, because of that, like, it wasn't terrible for, I mean, it wasn't great, but they used to give people, like, white bread forever, and that's terrible for you. So it's kind of the same sentiment. But peanut butter, like, the fat-to-protein ratio was good enough to where you could you wouldn't have to eat as much of it. Therefore, you could cut back on costs because the amount of fat would, I guess, keep you fuller for longer or some shit. Anyways, let me find this uh, article. We're going to check this shit out. It was, like, a Smithsonian article. There we go. First one. Let's go. History of peanut butter, 2021. North Americans weren't the first to grind peanuts. The Inca beat us to it by a few hundred years, but peanut butter reappeared in the modern world because of an American, the doctor, nutritionist, and cereal pioneer, John Harvey Kellogg. So apparently I didn't read the cereal pioneer part because then I would have realized that it was the same Kellogg, like a guy who made fucking Frosted Flakes, Mr. Frosted, um, who filed a patent for a proto-peanut butter in 1895. Kellogg's food compound, in quotes, involved boiling nuts, giggity, and grinding them into an easy digestible paste for patients at the Battle Creek Sanitarium, a spa for all kinds of ailments. So it wasn't for poor people. It was for people that were dealing with, uh, well, sanitariums for, like, crazy people, right? Like the fucking Sarah Connors and shit. Sanitarium. Great Metallica song. 
Um, the original patent didn't specify what type of nut to use, giggity. And Kellogg experimented with almonds as well as peanuts, which had the virtue of being cheaper. While modern peanut butter enthusiasts would like to find Kellogg's compound bland, Kellogg called it, quote, the most delicious nut butter you have ever tasted in your life. That's hilarious. He was a Seventh-day Adventist. He endorsed a plant-based diet and promoted peanut butter as a healthy alternative to meat, which he saw as a digestive irritant and worse, a sinful sexual stimulant. So you get, you get, your dick gets jacked when you eat peanut butter? What? His efforts and his elite clientele, which included Amelia Earhart and Henry Ford, established, helped establish peanut butter as a delicacy. As early as 1896, good housekeeping... This is how I got onto the whole good housekeeping thing. Good housekeeping encouraged women to make their own with a meat grinder and suggested pairing the spread with bread, saying, quote, the active brains of American inventors have found a new economic use for the peanut, end quote, by the Chicago Tribune, July of 1897. They have a pound, or sorry, they have a picture of it and it says a pound of peanut butter, which is a lot of peanut butter. Not really, though. I'll usually murk. Like, dude, I used to fucking eat, like, a jar of peanut butter, like, th two to three jars a week. Now it's fat, so it made, that's that's what that is. Um, it keeps on going on, talk about, you know, talking about prices and after World War One and ba-ba-da-ba-da, but I thought it was pretty wild. Um, so, yeah, back to the Great Depression recipe. Let's see what we lost here. So this says... Um, when I lost my job at the start of the coronavirus outbreak, I immediately called my grandmother. Coronavirus! She sighed and I told her the news and then asked, do you have potatoes? I grabbed the pen and notepad, took notes as she listed ingredients on the other end of the phone. How about beans, tomato sauce? But when you're really in a pinch, a bag of potatoes will go a long way to get you through it. So she called her grandmother, who I'm assuming lived in the Great Depression, and she knew how to hook her granddaughter up with a good enough recipe. That's kind of dope. It says, my grandmother, it says her name, but I won't say it, is no stranger to tough times. She grew up during the Great Depression and World War II, which taught her how to use her pantry as a lifeline. She recalls her mother's efforts to avoid wasting food and therefore money by finding new ways to use the same ingredients in several meals. In fact, my great-great-grandmother would set, would cook mashed potatoes, but she wouldn't throw away the leftovers. We didn't have a fridge, but we did have a spring house where we kept stuff cold. The next day, she would make potato cakes with flour, sugar, milk, pepper. Wow, that's pretty cool. This is a long article. So apparently people ate, like, potatoes and shit, which makes sense. Dude, but potatoes fuck, right? If you could just eat them raw, which you probably can, they're just not. You'll probably break a few teeth. Then, but like you can, you can slice them, you can dice them, you can fry them, you can fucking bake them, you can throw them in, you can make fucking chips out of them. You can, they're probably the best, the best carbohydrate. The most versatile, the Swiss Army knife of carbohydrates, if you will. You can do so many things. You can make fries. You can make tots. You can make fries. You can make tots. If like you could have like a potato wrap, a potato freestyle, and just, just fucking go off. Um. So yeah, they shape fucking potatoes, dude. I don't know what to tell you. Time machine. Function three, two, 
one. This is Dicks of the Past. All right. We got to hurry this up. I think there's a big old storm coming. I don't want to get knocked out of power 30 minutes into this. Wednesday, no, not Wednesday. Today's Wednesday, but this comes out Friday. But uh, April 28th, 2010, what happened? Avatar, directed by James Cameron, was the most viewed movie in 2010. Um, great movie, I think. I don't know. I've, fuck, it's been that long? 12, 13 years? I've only seen it twice, both in the movie theater, once in 3D. Couldn't do it again. Didn't see part two. I might just wait till it comes out and just get baked and just watch a bunch of blue people all over the place. You know, might be fun. I think they're doing like a third one this year or next year or the year after. I don't know. It takes forever to make these movies, and I get it. People were watching How the Universe Works. Well, that's... I think I think everyone should watch that. Dude, if you want to get freaked, watch, get really baked to watch, just go on YouTube. You don't even have to have, you don't have to have a streaming service. Just go on YouTube for free. And just look up like, just type in black holes. (laughs) Just fucking put your AirPods in, turn the lights off and just fucking get involved. Make sure your phone's charged. Every time I watch one of these documentaries, I'm usually baked. And I feel like it's good because I feel like it's almost like microdosing mushrooms if you if you do it right, because it's so intense that you kind of have a weird experience about life and you know what you want out of it. I highly suggest it if you're trying if you're like going through shit and you can't figure it out. I'm not saying go get fucking fucked off, but I'll tell you what. Every time I do, man, I come out of I come out of that experience a totally different person for the better. Um, but yeah, apparently this shit was on for, it's still on. Maybe I should watch it tonight. Season 11 just started like a month ago, month and a half ago. 93 episodes. Oh, is this from Mike? This is the guy that had dirty jobs. Yeah. Uh, I think I have seen these. Um, if you're playing video game, nope, they don't have a video game here. Video games weren't around in 2010, I guess. Um, moving on to sports, uh, baseball, five, it's still too early. I, I, I think I've watched maybe a total of 14 minutes of a baseball game, uh, since opening day. So real big fan over here. Boxing. I didn't watch the Javante Davis and Ryan Garcia fight. I did watch the, like a highlight reel. I saw the giant body shot from hell. That Javante hit on Ryan, it was a, it was, it's always wild because like it looks, he hits him with a, I think a big like left hook straight to the fucking body. And when he gets hit, he kind of like take, he kind of looks like he absorbed it in a way. I mean, I'm a very extremely casual boxing fan, so I understand this shit probably happens more than I think. Hits him with the left hook. Ryan Garcia, I think, takes a step forward, a couple steps back to kind of like throw his hands up and all that, and kind of, and then he just drops to a knee. And took it took that long for his body. I don't know what happens. Does your body just like go into like shock, and then your body just like shuts down and it spasms or some shit? That's wild. That one person can wield all that power in one punch. That's crazy. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. But um, 
yeah, congrats to him. I'm not sure if they're going to like run it back or what all. It's kind of all too early. And I'm not really sure how boxing is. I don't know if it's like UFC where like, you know, if they're like number one and number two and they, the number one wins, if they run it back or if two fights three for like the interim and then that the winner fights number one. I don't know. I would assume it's something similar, but I don't even know. I could name you four boxers active and I probably couldn't even do that. So I'm talking out of my asshole. Moving on to the NFL, Aaron Rodgers is finally a New York Jet. Um, they're saying Derrick Henry might be going to the Eagles, which would be nuts. But um, the Aaron Rodgers trade is actually a kind of a great trade for both teams. I mean, on paper, you look at it and you're like, Aaron Rodgers is going to the Jets. The Packers are fucked. But like the Packers kind of made some fucking... So you're just not going to show me what the package was or back, back. All right. I think a video is going to play and it's going to scare the shit out of me. I think we're good. Um, So Packers received 2023 first round pick number 13 overall, a second rounder for this year. So they have the 13th the 42nd and the 207th and then they're going to they have a conditional 2024 second rounder i read somewhere that that second round pick becomes a first round pick if aaron rodgers takes like 65% of the snaps for the jets which i feel like they should just make it a first rounder like i not to jinx anything but like I mean, it's Aaron Rodgers. They're not going to sit Aaron Rodgers after just, you know, having everybody on eggshells the last three months. But the Jets are getting Aaron Rodgers. They're getting a 15th uh, overall pick this year and a uh, 170th overall pick, which, by the way, drafted is tomorrow or yesterday. So hopefully my Seahawks did well. Hopefully your teams do well. I don't. I don't hate any teams anymore. I used to hate like the Patriots and the Cowboys and that kind of shit. But sports is kind of a joke. Let's be real. Like everyone's talented. Talent aside, it's kind of a joke. Like the officiating's kind of dumb. They get they don't let anybody play anymore. It's like basketball. Anyway, I'm not going to fucking get, in, get into it. But um, so yeah, we can stop talking about the Aaron Rodgers trade now because now apparently he's going to wear number eight, which I think is what he wore at Cal. So that's pretty cool. Um, and congrats to everybody involved. It's I think a lot of people were going to think that the Packers were going to get kind of fucked out of this. They were going to get like some super late draft picks and, you know, for the next like seven years or some shit. But they got some pretty substantial picks and the Jets even got Aaron Rodgers and some picks. So it's kind of a good, uh, I mean, obviously pending what Aaron Rodgers does, if he takes them to the Super Bowl, which is highly, highly likely, then... Um, at least in my opinion, then yeah, the Packers are probably pretty pissed. But I feel like it's I feel like they like they not to put words in anyone's mouth, but I feel like the Packers were kind of like ready, like they got they got Jordan Love. They they were kind of in this free fall for the last two three years. Then COVID hit, and Aaron Rodgers was like the MVP back to back and having an insane insane career. He didn't really he hasn't really had any lows as far as like overall career stats. He's He's going to go down as one of the best quarterbacks of all time, you know, probably top five, top 10. Um, so, yeah, it's all kind of pending what happens with the New York Jets, but I'm hopeful. I'm feeling pretty good about it. 
Moving on to UFC, I did not watch the Curtis Blades fight. I heard it ended pretty quick. Um, I should probably watch it. I need to go on ESPN. ESPN ate the Ocho and uh, look into that. I don't know if there's fights. Oh, yeah, there is. I think Song Yudong's fighting. And if I remember from a couple weeks ago when I looked this up, I didn't really know too many people on this card. So maybe that's a reason why I should watch it. Um. And then we got UFC 288 the week after. That's the Aljamain Sterling-Henry Cejudo fight. I think that's in Jersey. We'll talk about that next week. Album of the week. I think I did this one, but I have a list. And this wasn't on the list. I feel like we've done it. Maybe we didn't. I just didn't put it on the list. But it's Good Kid, Mad City by Kendrick Lamar. Um, Favorite Kendrick album by far. And I would even say this is probably in my top three. Maybe top. For sure, top five, more likely top three best hip-hop albums of all time. Um, maybe a hot take, might not, but I think some people would agree. It's a great album from start to finish. It's one of those albums that, aside from like Money Trees and a couple other songs, I have to listen to the whole album from the very beginning all the way through, and it's like an hour and a half long album or some shit. So if I'm going to put it on, it's 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 going to be like while I'm cooking or while I'm jacking off or while I'm driving or something. That takes me a while um, to get through. So uh, if you haven't heard it, I would be very un- I would be very surprised if you haven't heard it. But let's just say you haven't, and you're like, "Who is this Kendrick Lamar fella? He is one of the best rappers of all time, and this is probably one of his best albums, if not his best album, my opinion." Pimp a Butterfly is up there, but uh, for me, this is one just there's no skips. There's no skips on this one, and there's some skips for me on Pimp a Butterfly. So that's kind of the reason why uh, why I picked it. So. That being said, uh, yeah, I don't think there's any holidays. We got like Memorial Day coming up in a few weeks, but we haven't even hit May yet, so we're chilling. Um, it's my sister's birthday, I think Monday, so happy birthday. If you're listening, you're probably not. Don't go do anything stupid like I did. You're probably going to do it. It's fine. Just be safe. Call an, call an Uber and, uh, you know, keep on keeping on. And then for all the rest of you guys, you guys be safe. You guys be good humans, and I will talk to you sluts next week. Bye.